And hello, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and cats and dogs. Happy Monday night to you. Thanks for joining me right here on the Dog Talk Radio Show. My name's Dave. I'm glad you're here with me. I'll broadcast till 8 p.m. tonight. We'll have fun, as we always do. Today's Monday, March 23rd, 2020, and this COVID-19 thing is terrible. (laughs) God, Lord, it's absolutely awful. So uh, with us on today's program is Michelle Murray. She's not a stranger to the Dog Talk radio show. She's been on many times. Michelle is a dog owner, dog lover, uh, and she is with an organization called Pets Alive Niagara. And we're going to talk about some dogs that are up for adoption. We're also going to talk about some safety precautions that you really should take when you first get a rescue dog. You've got to take some safety precautions. You've got to be careful when you first get your rescue dog home to your environment. So we're going to give you some tips on that. Anyway, uh, lots of good stuff to talk about on today's program. Michelle Murray, are you there? I am. Good evening to you, Michelle, and welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Michelle, how has the uh, the COVID-19 affected uh, your, yourself? How have you been affected by the COVID-19? Are you doing a little uh, hunkering down with the pets? I sure am. And uh, my mother lives with me, and she's 73 years old, so I have to be extra cautious. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we could start uh, for the listeners that have not yet had the um, the pleasure of meeting you on the radio show and they've not heard you yet. Uh, maybe we could just start by having you talk about your your animals and then we can kind of merge into uh, uh, Pets Alive Niagara and what the organization does and, and kind of move forward from there. So, uh, okay. so why don't you let the, let the listeners know uh, about the animals that you have? Well, right now I just have one dog. Her name is Marty. She is a Black Lab Boxer and Doberman mix. She is amazing with my foster dogs. Um, she's about 70 pounds, and she's just wonderful. I just couldn't ask for a better dog to be fostering with. And I would say she's got good temperament, good personality, and she's she uh, got a fairly decent education. Yes, she does. Absolutely. <laughs> Well-behaved dog for sure. Yeah. Now yeah. this is this is the dog that you've brought to me for obedience training. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and She's you very ha- well in your class. Yeah, and you have successfully completed the ten week uh, group novice obedience course with her, and uh, she did extremely well. Yeah, we did it twice because you offer that to the novice program. Yeah. So I appreciate that very much. Oh, my pleasure. And I know that you did your part. You did your practicing. You you took her out on the walks and you rehearsed the commands with her and you got a lot of results from the program. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's a good girl to begin with, but training certainly helped elevate her. Yeah. Now, Michelle, are you yourself from the Niagara region? I'm not. I'm actually from the Durham region in Oshawa. Right. And yeah, how, I grew up in Oshawa. How long have you been down here in the Niagara region? I have been here since 2001, a few months before the Twin Towers went down. Right. Yeah, I remember that clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. quite a day. Yeah. When did you become familiar with the organization called Pets Alive Niagara? In August of 2016. I saw a post on Facebook looking for foster homes, and uh, I had been thinking about it for several months and decided to go ahead with it and research Pets Alive and really liked their values and how they worked and everything, and uh, I decided to join them. Do you know when the organization was founded? I know they've been around for some time now. Yes. Um, The cat side of things started in 2013, I believe. Right. And... The dog side started in 
2016 in April. Yeah, I always felt that they've been around longer than that. It seems like they've been around longer, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> the... Name out there. Yeah, Pets Alive Niagara started really as a feline rescue. That's right. Yeah, and it's important to mention to the listeners that you're not a bricks-and-mortar building that you are a group of volunteers and you're fostering dogs and these dogs are being held in people's homes until they find their forever home, correct? Exactly, that's correct. Yeah. So is it fair to say Pets Alive Niagara is based out of the, what, Niagara Falls, St. Catharines area primarily? Yeah, most of our foster homes are in St. Catharines, Welland, Niagara Falls. Um, We have one in Grimsby. So we're all over in the Niagara region. There has been numerous times that the Pets Alive Niagara group has been to my dog academy and they set up a, uh, a fundraising barbecue bake sale adoptathon in our parking lot over the last few years. We've been able to do that and, okay. and raise money for the organization. And it's a, it's a, I got to tell you, it's a great, great group of people uh, that you have. You've got an awesome team of volunteers working with you. Yes. yes. Super, super nice people. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, approximately how many volunteers do you have, Michelle? We have about 30 active volunteers, but we have a lot, a lot more that come in and out when they're available. Um, it all depends on what they're capable of doing at the time that they're doing it. So um, we accept any, any volunteers that are able to help at all. Well, that's great. Um, can you let us know how the COVID-19 has affected the organization or how you do things so far? Have you had to kind yeah. of taper things down a bit or, or kind of reroute yeah. how you deliver uh, uh, exactly. services? Yeah, let us know. Well, how does that work? We're still accepting applications for our dogs, but we can't process them fully right now because we normally do home visits where we're, we go into your home and, you know, check your yard and things like that to make sure it's suitable for a dog. And uh, we've had to cut that out for now until things have calmed down with the COVID-19. Yeah. So you suspect that could take a couple of weeks or longer? You're not sure yet? We're not sure yet. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. It's, uh, and so because it's important that you go to the environment to inspect the premises before they take the dog. That's right. That's right. That and our meet and greet. So once an applicant is um, chosen to meet the dog, we normally have them go and meet them at the foster home. But that's also an issue that we can't go forward with right now. So at this point in time, there's no meet and greets. There's no, uh, you know, ability to physically uh, be up front and close uh, taking a look at a dog. That's been suspended for a little bit. Exactly, yeah. Understandable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you you mentioned that you've got 30-something volunteers. There's a board of directors. And That's right. Because you're non-profit or are you not-for-profit? How does that work? We're a registered charity, yeah. not-for-profit, yeah. Now, the, the board members, uh, they are considered volunteers as well when you give us the number of 30 people involved? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah good. And is it mostly is it mostly uh, women or a, a conjunction of both women and men? We have um, our president is uh, Brad Davis. Yes. And our treasurer is Alan Tate. So we have a couple of men on the board. Excellent, yeah. So because yeah. I knew that you had both men and women uh, uh, volunteers, and I think that's important to have both. You know, especially Absolutely. dogs need to be socialized to both genders of human, and right. also men and women. Uh, you know, think differently and and bring valuable ideas to the table. Absolutely. And are you still, um, like percentage-wise, are you still doing the adoption for cats as an organization? Do you still? Uh, yeah. You still do that, and is what would you say percentage-wise? It is cats versus dogs as to uh, the adoption. Are you adopting um, would, more dogs or more cats? I would say we're adopting more dogs. Um, it's probably a sixty-forty ratio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for those that that don't know, can you tell our listeners where you will uh, find yourselves acquiring these animals that you rescue? We do get them from Kentucky. It's a high-tail state, unfortunately, and uh, we get a lot of our dogs from Kentucky. Um, we also get them from Mexico, from a, um, a shelter named Evolution, and uh, they're no-kill as well. But we do 
bring them up here. They have too many dogs down there that are in the, they could have up to 300 at a time. So we try to help them out by bringing them up and uh, finding homes here for them. Yeah, and it's quite obvious to the listener that might be new with this lingo. When you say no kill, this means that they, under no circumstance will they euthanize the dogs. Exactly. Sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they'll keep the dog and do their best to find a good home for the animal. That's right. Uh, yeah. And so you're dealing with the no-kill shelters. Yes. And we also deal with uh, the high-kill shelters in Kentucky. Uh, in, in Kentucky, that's right. Yeah. 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 So we a lot to of save them from being euthanized. A lot of transportation back and forth. That's right. So so the money that you need to operate Pets Alive Niagara is primarily generated from little fundraisers such as maybe the barbecue and bake sale you did at the uh the do- at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. What are some of the other ways that you've uh raised funds for the organization? Um well there's different organizations that will also help us um by selling bandanas or things like that. We also have our own fundraisers. We do a trivia night in the fall, um, usually around Halloween. We have a Halloween-themed trivia night. And uh, we normally do our annual dinner gala um, in April, but we've had to cancel that this year because of COVID-19. We are going to go ahead and do the silent auction online. So that will be coming up in May. Yeah, that's very unfortunate that you had to cancel the the dinner auction, but it's very understandable as to why you had to cancel it. Yeah, but that's going to take any. No, you don't want to take any chances. Exactly. No. And the canceling of the dinner auction, which raised quite a bit of money, can you Mm -hmm. give give us an idea? Are you able to say how much money the dinner auction raised, uh, for instance, last year for uh, Pets Alive Niagara? Um, our annual dinner usually raises between ten and fourteen thousand dollars for us, mm-hmm. and we'll be losing out a lot this year. Yeah, and so so that's a good chunk of, of coin. And yeah. uh, so now that dinner auction, as you said, that's going to be replaced with an online uh, auction, correct? Silent auction. That's right. Yeah, a silent yeah. online auction. We have we have amazing prizes, so that will stay the same. We've always done well with our silent auctions. And uh, we'll keep you informed if you go to the Pets Alive Niagara page on Facebook or on our website, PetsAliveNiagara.ca. Um, we'll keep you informed and updated then. We're just in the process of organizing it and uh, finalizing details. Oh, that's excellent. And mm-hmm. then when you have those details, you have to let me know, and I can certainly help get the message out for you. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and continue our conversation with Michelle Murray from Pets Alive Niagara, a local dog rescue. Uh, they also find homes for cats and uh, dogs. They rescue both cats and dogs. Initially started out as a feline rescue and then kind of merged into canines as well. So both cats and dogs uh, can be adopted through Pets Alive Niagara. We'll take a short break and we'll hear some messages from the sponsors. I'm Dave McMahon. It's Monday, March 23rd, 2020. We'll be back with more dog talk right after this. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. everyone it's Shelby Knox you may notice things are sounding a little bit different on 610 CKTV we're going to continue bringing you the latest information but we are doing our part to flatten the curve and that means some of us are working from home we'll continue to bring you the latest information and all the advice that we can on COVID-19 and how it's going to impact us here in Niagara we are all in this together and you'll find all our updates right here on the voice of Niagara News Talk 610 CKTV Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. New patients are now being accepted. For more, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainewestvet.com or Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. 
It's the March Fireplace Madness Sale at Stamford Fireplaces. Savings of up to $800 on brands like Marquee, Valor, Majestic, Enviro, Pacific Energy, and Cozy Heat. No HST on all electric fireplaces, including Amonti, Simple Fire, and Dimplex. To make room for 2020 models, see the deals on the gas fireplace floor model clear-ups. Missing out would be madness. The March Fireplace Madness Sale at Stamford Fireplaces. Schedule your free estimate today. 6997 Oakwood Drive off McLeod, Niagara Falls. Stamford Fireplaces. Pet Food Outlet is kicking off the new year with incredible savings. Come in today to save and stock up on all foods. The prices are so low, the competition is howling. Find your dog's winter gear with their huge selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, and dog coat sizing to fit any dog, guaranteed. It's also the place for pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, reflective collars, and much more. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 824 Ontario Road in Welland, 905-735 Pets. We know you want to forget winter, but if your roof sends little reminders of it with all the shingles you keep finding on your lawn, it's time to call Dykstra Brothers Roofing. I'm John Michael. And I'm Nikolai. We'll fix or replace your roof, leaky troughs, and tackle wind damage to your siding. Or we can update your siding, soffit, fascia, and troughs all together. You can request a quote online at dykstrabros.com. And click on radio so we know that you heard us on 610 CKTB. Brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to the show. It's Monday, March 23rd, 2020. I'm Dave the Dogman, broadcasting from 12 Yates Street in St. Catharines, the White House of Rock and Talk. This is the Dog Talk radio show. We're the only radio talk show in the entire country of Canada that is 100% dedicated to dogs and to the people that own them. I want to thank you for listening. We really appreciate your support. Speaking of support, I would like to acknowledge our dog talk radio show sponsors right now and then we can continue our conversation with michelle murray from a local organization called pets alive niagara so our dog talk sponsors first off we've got the uh, pet food outlet located 824 ontario road in welland that's 824 ontario road in welland the owner's name is tim goss they've been established for 23 years and it's a destination pet store there's people coming from all over the nag region and even outside of the nag region i know a dog trainer that goes there pet food outlet in welland he's uh, he's in guelph and he, he treks down to Welland because he gets good prices. So uh, pet food outlet, I always tell people it's kind of like wholesale to the public. Uh, you got to check it out once again, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Uh, definitely a place that you and your dog or cat should go and visit or you and your sugar glider or Vietnamese pot billy pig. If they don't have the product in stock, they'll do their very best to get it for you, for sure. Yeah. Another one of our sponsors on the Dog Talk Radio Show is the Canine Conditioning Center, located 188 Bunting Road in the Garden City of St. Catharines, Unit 5A. The Canine Conditioning Center, they offer therapeutic swimming for dogs, recreational swimming. Uh, they have physiotherapy for dogs. They do massage for dogs. They do acupuncture on dogs. Can you believe it? They do the acupuncture on the dogs. Uh, They have helped thousands and thousands of dogs uh, feel better. They have a special program for senior dogs. 
So you could contact the Canine Conditioning Centre, 188 Bunting Road in the Garden City of St. Catharines. You can inquire about their senior program. They can help your senior dog if your dog has arthritis or limited mobility, uh, trouble getting up from lying down. You know, when the dog's lying down, if they have trouble getting up, they have a new senior program. So you could inquire about that. And you could check out their website. The Canine Conditioning Center, the website is canineconditioningcenter.ca. That's the canineconditioningcenter.ca. And also, I want to acknowledge our sponsor, the Maine West Animal Hospital, located at 1 Broadway Avenue in the Rose City of Welland. The website for the Maine West Animal Hospital is mainwestvet.com. That's mainwestvet.com. And our resident veterinarian, Dr. Aaron Bonn, who appears as a regular guest of the Dog Talk Radio Show, as we refer to him as our resident vet of the Dog Talk Radio Show, Dr. Aaron Bond, is the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital, again, 1 Broadway Avenue in Welland. Check out the website, mainwestvet.com. Cool thing about uh, the Maine West Vet uh, Animal Hospital is Dr. Bond, he, uh, when he was young, and he was in high school, well, he's still young, but when he was much younger and still in high school, he actually did a co-op work placement at the uh, Maine West Animal Hospital. And he told the vet there that when he graduates uh, university and becomes a, a doctor veterinary of medicine, that he's going to purchase the clinic. And that's what he did. Started off doing a high school co-op there, finished uh, his uh, vet training at the University of Guelph, and went on to purchase the animal hospital where he did his uh, high school co-op. Cool piece of history there. Also, we want to acknowledge the Heartland Animal Hospital, which is owned by uh, Dr. Nicole Dunodin. And they are located at 7885 McLeod Road in Niagara Falls. That's 7885 McLeod Road in Niagara Falls, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. The website is NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. And uh, so a big thank you to our sponsors that make the Dog Talk radio show uh, possible. Really appreciate that. Let's go back into conversation with Michelle Murray from Pets Alive Niagara, which is a local dog rescue, rescuing both cats and dogs, often rehabilitating them and then finding uh, forever homes for these uh, animals. Michelle, I appreciate your patience. No problem. Yeah, listen, um, we talked about uh, the fact that uh, you're not doing the meet and greets right now, whereby people can come and actually um, uh, look at a dog. We're, we're kind of suspending the viewing, if you will, for right. now. But if you would, uh, and I hope you would, be able to give the website or Facebook contact information more than once in our broadcast today, because okay. I know you have pictures of the animals that are up for adoption on your social media. I do. That's right. So if you want to give that out, that would be great. Sure. Yeah. PetsAliveNiagara.ca. You go to adopt and you'll see, scroll down and you'll see the pictures and the information on the dogs that we have available. Excellent. So once again, it is? PetsAliveNiagara.ca. Fantastic. Um, So you and I had chatted a while ago and we thought that uh, as far as new content that we could bring to the airwaves, uh, and it's something that we've never touched on, you and I have never touched on this as a team effort, and that was to talk to listeners about some very important things that they should bear in mind when they do get their new dog, when they do bring home their rescue dog uh mm-hmm. to their home to their to their house to their property uh there, right. there's a number of things that that people need to keep in mind there's there's been some uh, uh i don't know if we want to refer to it as accidental negligence right but, you know uh but we really have to be careful that the dog doesn't escape yeah yeah, you know, and, and it, it, can we start with that? That, like, maybe uh, can that be our segue into, uh, you know, we we don't want to be able to get the dog home and then suddenly the dog escape because I mean these dogs, uh, they're coming into a new environment, <laughs> and they don't know exactly where they are, so flight risk, would you say? 
Absolutely. Yeah. So what advice, what advice can you offer in that regards? There's a few things that we do. Um, Our foster homes are required to double leash the dogs, the foster dogs. So that means you leash them as you normally would, whether it's on a collar or harness. And then we would use a slip lead as a backup leash. So if, if the collar or harness is possibly too loose and it's not fitting properly, they could maybe back out of the collar or the harness and get loose that way. So having the slip lead on them is a backup to stop them from getting loose. Um, so that's one thing. Or if you drop one of the leashes, you have a backup leash. Um, but there's other tricks that we use as well. Um, there's one where if you have them in the car, you take the handle of the leash and you leave it outside of the car. So you would put the dog inside, tie them up or, or tether them or put them in the... Seat belt. Seat belt. Yeah, the exactly. dog seat belt, yes. Yes, but another thing you can do is close the door on the leash, leaving the handle outside of the car. Yes. And that way you have control of the dog before you even open the door. Um, even if they're tethered or anything like that, again, if their harness is too loose or something that they are able to get get out of, until that time, these are little tricks that you can use. Yeah, and these are really, really uh, good safety precautions because mm-hmm. by leaving that leash out, you know, hanging out a bit, you're able to grab it before you open the door. That's right. Which is pretty important because at no point in time do we want that dog to slip away because exactly. uh, they're going to get into jeopardy. They're just going to book it and might get hit That's by a right. car or who knows what. Exactly. Exactly. We're pretty paranoid about that. And uh, we reiterate to our foster homes the importance of double leashing and doing these little tricks um, to avoid that possibility. Um, it happens to the best of us. But um, if we can take as many precautions as possible to to prevent it, then that's really important, especially with these guys, because they're in a new environment. They don't know where they are. Um, they don't know your home yet. Um, they may not know you yet. So even to come to you is, is a struggle. So um, it's really important to take those precautions. Mm-hmm. That's right. Have you got any other precautions that you want to share with the listeners? Well, there's um, a few things like um, giving them time to acclimate to your home. Uh, The first few days is really important. Um, You don't want to overwhelm them with new people coming in. You want to show off your dog to everybody, but try to avoid that for at least a few days or a week or so until they get used to your home and and you and, and settle down from the transfer of one home to another. Um, so that's important. Um, we I also couldn't. Suggest- I couldn't agree more. They have yeah. to get used to the new house. They have to learn where their toilet is. You know, they have to exactly. habitually, habitually become accustomed to where their food bowls are going to be uh, located. Right. And this makes the dog feel comfortable. Makes them feel secure psychologically. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it's yeah, important. And- Giving them a routine right off the bat is really important. Um, feed them at the similar times every day. Try to walk them similar times every day. Um, take them outside for washroom breaks. Um, all all kinds of different things that you normally do during the day. Try to make it a routine for them because they, they thrive on that. You know, Michelle, one of the things I'd like to add at this point in time is, uh, you know, I always teach my students at my dog academy that when they let the dog outside in the backyard, they can let the dog out on one of these 20 to 30 foot long lines. And I'm not right. talking, I'm not talking about a retractable leash or, mm-hmm. um, or something, just the 20 to 30 foot long line, even to the bathroom, let the dog go out like that. And then, uh, after the dog has finished his duty, uh, you could call him. And if he doesn't come, you can gently wind him in, uh, yeah. because if you don't have him on the long line and you take him in the backyard, even if the backyard is fenced, the dog might run and hide behind the shed. Uh, you haven't built a real strong bond with them because you exactly. just got them. So That's using right. the long line in the backyard is a really good thing as well. Excellent point. That does happen. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've got to really, we've got to be careful. We've got to think. And we've got to let the other family members know what we're doing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another another tip that we suggest is keeping them on leash 
especially if they're meeting new people or new dogs or anything. We do um, suggest proper introduction with new dogs or cats if you have them in your home already or if you're meeting them on the street. Um, especially when you have a, a dog at home, uh, there's a, a re- um, an introduction that we suggest is taking them for a walk on neutral territory and just keeping them apart for a while and then just continually get closer and closer depending on their behavior, watch their behavior. And if everything is going well, then you would be able to eventually walk together and be in the same space. So you want to take your time with that though and really watch their behavior. And if there's any any negative behavior, you just turn around and walk away and you slowly try again yeah. and you just continue that. So that's a really good way to introduce them to a dog in the home. Yes, and definitely. Using the leash, it's so important. And and these are all very good tips. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and continue our conversation with Michelle Murray. Uh, Michelle is with a local dog rescue out of the Niagara region called Pets Alive Niagara. That's Pets Alive Niagara. I'm Dave McMahon, and I will be back with more dog talk right after these messages. Inhibitions run wild. If your dog could talk, they'd be telling you all about the incredible deals happening right now at Pet Food Outlet. They'd say something like, The food prices are so low, the competition is howling. Your dog would also mention the selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, the pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, and reflective collars. And well, if your dog could drive, they wouldn't just be telling you about Pet Food Outlet, they'd be going. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland, 905-735-PETS. Hey, Rob, we still on for lunch later? Yeah, I'm in. First, I need to review all that paperwork you had yesterday. Uh Uh-oh, Anthony. (laughs) I put it on a stack of papers, then Jackie started spring cleaning, and now they're gone. Grab your keys. We're going to BD's for some filing cabinets. We can put a few together and add a laminate top for a new landing station. Yes, a new place to eat my veal sandwich. Right attitude. Wrong idea. BD's, helping you be your best at filing paperwork. Winter's tough on everyone, especially our senior pets. Sign up for senior fitness classes at Niagara Canine Conditioning Center Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. for six weeks. Come in and learn tips and tricks for caring for your senior dog, along with exercises to help keep them fit and mobile. Contact Niagara Canine Conditioning Center today for complete details. 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca. Space is limited, so call and sign up today. segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Wake up, Maggie, I think I got something to say to you. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. I know I keep you amused, but I feel Welcome back to the show, everyone. Dog Talk with me, Dave. I put on Facebook seven hours ago, I put that today is my dog Miley's 12th birthday. That's right. So uh, please wish uh, Miley a happy birthday. I put the post on my personal page, Dave McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-O-N. Today, Miley is 12 years old. Time flies. Uh, For those that don't know, uh, my dog Miley is a beautiful uh, female black Labrador retriever who loves children and loves everyone, and she's got such a big heart and uh, an awesome personality. Uh, Dogs are never with us long enough. So um, I find, though, that uh, the smaller the dogs, uh, the longer the life expectancy, and uh, the larger the breed of dog, the shorter the life expectancy. That's pretty much how it's always been. But uh, she's doing good for 12 years old. She's got some arthritis. uh, But other than that, uh, she still gets up from her dog bed, wags her tail, goes for much shorter walks with me. But uh, all is is pretty good in Miley's world right now. So. Hey, Dave, with all this uh, 
COVID-19 quarantine, social distancing? How's the dog uh, holding up? Because I imagine now I finally get it. I finally understand that when you say to a dog, do you want to go for a walk or, or a ride? How, how, you know, yeah. how excited they get. They love it. You know, I finally get that with this quarantine stuff. <laughs> you know, do you want to go for a walk? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, yes I, do. I do. Let's yeah, go. The, let's the, go. The, the, the tail, yeah. Get out of the house. Yeah, well, I do t- put her in the car, and I do go for, you know, uh, much shorter walks uh, with her. And uh, But we are doing some distancing, you know. But, uh, yeah, so my dog just absolutely loves that. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you, my dog cannot walk very, very far right now. Uh, she's on arthritis med- medication, uh, so, you know, her walks are like, you know, 15 minutes. And years ago, her walks were like 90 minutes. So, yeah. But yeah, it's tough because we have to watch where we uh, where we take our dogs, and we have to do our social distancing, so it makes it tough. So let's go and continue our conversation with Michelle Marie from a local dog rescue right here in the Niagara region called Pets Alive Niagara, and Michelle has been giving awesome advice, very useful tips for what you need to know when you bring home your rescue dog and uh, safety, 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 safety for sure. We also need to lock our doors for many reasons, even when we are home and it's during the day, because what if a family member or good friend opens the door, waltzes right in and your rescue dog bolts out the door? So you you really need to have the doors locked when you are home. This will give you time to put your leash on the dog's collar, and then you can hold the leash so that when you do open the door, right, your friends are at the door. So when you open the door, the leash will be on the dog. You can command sit. You can uh, prevent your dog from jumping on your visitors this way. So the leash is a very important uh, training tool for sure. Michelle Murray, welcome back to Dog Talk. Thank you. Do you have some other uh, great uh, safety tips, or do you wish to move into talking about some of the dogs that are up for adoption? Well, um, you were just mentioning keeping them on leash when people come into the home or whatever, and I just want to elaborate on that a little bit. And um, you should keep them on leash when you're when they're meeting new people. Definitely. Um, yeah, and keep them sitting in a sitting position and let people slowly come up. And uh, and introduce themselves to you. And again, watch the behavior of the dog and uh, and keep them on leash. That's the best control you have of them. That's right. Because if your dog's loose, you have absolutely no control. Your your dog's jumping all over these people, and uh, someone can sustain an injury as a result of your dog jumping all over them. So, the trick is you keep them on the leash. And plus, when your dog's on the leash with you, and and even in the house, you're building a bond. The dog right. is learning to hang with you, and I think that's pretty important. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You you want to talk about some dogs that you have up for adoption through the Pets yes. Alive Niagara? Yes, I'm excited about Okay. That. Who, who would you like to highlight first? <laughs> first, I'd like to talk about my foster, Opal. Um, she is a black lab mix. She's about 40 pounds. She is from Mexico. Um, she's three years, of, and she only has one eye. And there was an accident that she had had and lost an eye completely. Um, The other one, she only sees shadows, so she's basically blind. Um, She's the sweetest, most friendly dog you could ever meet. She's excellent with other dogs. She's great with people. She's one of the happiest dogs. She's very happy and content with her life. Um, She moves around very well. Uh, I've never had uh, a blind dog before, and I was concerned that I wouldn't be able to manage her and manage her um, abilities or disabilities. And uh, we have managed very well. She's she's a quick learner. She has gotten the house down pat already, and uh, she goes up and down the stairs to go to the backyard, and, and she does very, very well. So she's pretty easy to care for despite her sight issues. Yeah, and her sense of smell has been increased huge. I mean, once they lose their sight, that's when the sense of smell becomes more uh, potent, more amplified. So Very true. You know, she can certainly smell her way to her master, smell her way to to the food bowl, and uh, also uh, they can memorize uh, so many things Mm -hmm. in the house as well. Yeah, she she's just very very impressive to me um being able to do that. So 
I'm very happy with her. When we're out in the yard, she runs around and plays like like nothing's there, like nothing's wrong. It's pretty amazing. Now, do you have stairs at your house? Do you have baby gates? Does she seem to know? Whoop! Can't go there. There's a stair there. Like with her limited, uh, uh, with her limited vision. Well, I have a bungalow. Yeah. So there's no stairs in my home. There's stairs to the basement, but we don't go down there. Right. Um, and there's a door in the basement, so that's no problem. It's just going up and down the stairs in and out of my house. Right. And uh, she does very well. She just feels around until she hits that step, and then she starts. She just jumps up like it's nothing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we just yeah. have to be careful uh, when she goes to a, a home, right? With uh, with stairs, they'll have Absolutely. to exercise caution with that. Yes, I would again use the leash. Um, it's very helpful if you walk with her on the leash. Then it, she almost leans against you for guidance, and. Uh, and that's really helpful for her. And things like tapping her water bowl or or tapping the baby gate so that she knows it's there, um, things like that are very helpful. I stomp. If she doesn't know where I am, I stomp the floor so she can find me easily. Um, very simple, simple things you can do to help her. Excellent. She responds very well. Oh, good, good, good. And her picture's yeah. on the Pets Alive Niagara right. website or no? Yeah, petsaliveniagara.ca. Yeah, Pets she yes. is listed there um, with her pictures and and her information. We also have Rocky Balboa. We've uh-huh. had him for several months. Um, he's a three to four years old, a husky mix. He's a beautiful, gorgeous looking dog. Um, we want him with no other pets or kids. He's actually good with them, but he um, has issues with being touched around his face. So we don't want to take any chances. Um, he requires a confident handler, uh, someone that can take charge and let him know that this is the way it's going to be. And, uh, you know, the training comes in handy with him. Uh, we actually have a trainer um, in the area that's willing to give a few sessions for him just until you acc- acclimate him to your home and what his needs are. Um, so that's good. Uh, yeah. We also have Lucky. Lucky is a Moroccan dog. Um, first time we've taken in one from Morocco. She's two years old, about 50 pounds. Very good-looking girl. Um, she likes all the attention, so again, no other dogs. She would benefit from basic training. Um, she is doing very well in her foster home, so they're they're working very well with her. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, we also have Bruce. Poor Bruce has been with us over a year. He's eight years old. He's a coon hound, so he's about 75, 80 pounds. Um, he is on anxiety meds. He does have some anxiety that we felt he needed help with. Um, he needs someone home most of the time, but he's a super sweet boy that gets along with everybody. Um, he's good with other dogs and ignores cats and uh we're hoping that this year will be the year that he finds his forever home. Jeez, he's been in foster care for a while. Yeah. Yeah, a year ago, January. What do you think one of the uh, the stumbling blocks have been for him not being adopted? Do you think it's a conjunction of his age and uh, size. the size and uh, the anxiety? Does the anxiety yeah. seem to be under control with the meds? It's a lot more under control than it was. Um, he did a lot of pacing and uh, barking and and things like that, but um, he just wouldn't settle well. Well, now he's doing so much better, and he's playing with toys, and um, he's just come so far in the foster home that he's in. Thank goodness for them. They've good. really worked hard on him. Good, yeah. Good, good, good. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have Linda. <laughs> oh, cute Can you imagine dog. calling your dog Linda? <laughs> Cute. From Mexico. Yeah, she's a terrier mix. She's about a year and a half years old, 25 pounds. Um, she's timid, but is coming out of her shell and is doing really well in her foster home. She's really pretty. She, she, she's blonde. She looks really cute. Yeah. Um, then we have Snickers. He's like a spotted um, brownish, reddish dog. He's really cute. Uh, we think he's a Dachshund terrier mix which is an interesting mix. 
Yeah, that's a um, good combination. Yeah, yeah. He's about a year, and he's 30 pounds. He's also from Mexico. We had a group come in recently. Um, he's leery around children, so no young kids. Uh, he's great with other dogs, but he will also benefit with training. He's doing well in his home, so so that's great. Um we also have a couple of other dogs, but we've received uh, quite a few applications for them, so I won't bother mentioning them right now. Yeah. yeah. And once again, the pictures of these dogs uh, are, you know, people can see these pictures on the Pets Alive Niagara website, which is, once again? PetsAliveNiagara.ca. Right. Now, go to adopt. Go, click to adopt. Yes. Were there any other dogs that you wanted to mention on today's broadcast? Uh, no, that's everybody. Well, that's great. Now, will the adoption fee, is that something that is set in stone, or will that vary depending on individual circumstance of the dog and what vetting, you know, as far as the vet bill? and Like, how does that, no. how will that work, the, the, the adoption we phase? A, we have a standard um, fee, so 500 for dogs that are puppies up to eight months. Um, from eight months to seven years is $400 fee, and uh, the seniors are $250, so eight years and older. And that includes whether they've been spayed or neutered, up to date or sh- on shots, whether they needed any medical or, or not, um, it's still a standard fee. If a dog costs us $3,000, your fee is still only $400 for yeah. an adult dog. Yeah. Oh, that's good. If there's one thing that you want to say about the Pets Alive Niagara or about people considering uh, adopting a dog, uh, is there one thing that you want to say in closing, Michelle? I would say prepare yourself, um, whether you come to us or another rescue, do your do your research on them and, uh, you know, be prepared for what you're going to get. Ask as many questions as you want. Um, just because you see a dog that you like the look of doesn't mean it's the right match for you. So keep that in mind. Um, you might get your hopes up to have a dog and it just may not be the right fit. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say mostly. Yeah. Yeah, that's good good advice. Michelle, it was a pleasure having you on the show as always. Thank you, Dave. You're very welcome. Keep up the amazing work that uh, yourself and your team are doing with all the animals. Uh it was a pleasure having you on and we look forward to having you on the program again in the near future. Thanks so much, Dave, and give my best to Deb. I certainly will. Keep safe and take care. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you very much. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Bye-bye now. That was Michelle Murray from a local dog rescue, Pets Alive Niagara. They've got a Facebook page as well. Uh, you could go and check out the pictures of the dogs that are up for adoption on their website or their Facebook page. Uh, I do have some interesting dog facts that I do want to share with the listeners. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys knew this, but puppies, we're talking puppies now, they have 28 teeth. That's it. 28 teeth. Start counting if you've got a pop. (laughs) Open those lips up. But the adult dogs will have 42 teeth, so they certainly accumulate a lot more teeth as they get older. And another uh, good point I wanted to make, a good fact about dogs, the best age to bring your puppy home, like if you're going to get a puppy from a breeder, for example, uh, eight weeks old. That's the best age in my professional opinion. Uh, My wife and I bred dogs, Uh, for a number of years and we found that eight weeks of age is a great age for the pups to go to their new homes now some breeders are going to tell you that you can come pick up your puppy at five or six weeks old they'll say oh the pups have been uh, eating on their own now they're on soft mushy food Uh, they've been weaned from their mom and they're good to go so no They still need their mom. They still need to be with their mom till they're eight weeks old, in my professional opinion. So anyone letting a puppy go before the age of eight weeks, in my opinion, would be one of the two following reasons. So it's got to be one of the two. So it's got to be either the breeder is in a hurry for the balance of the money that you owe them because you have to put deposits on uh, purebred dogs. And then you pay the balance. So either the breeder wants the scratch real fast. Let's go pick him up. Or the breeder is simply um, tired of cleaning up after the puppies. 
It's like, okay, get them out because it's a lot of work cleaning up after a litter of puppies. It is. You got to constantly, if you're doing it right, it's a lot of work because they do a lot of pooping and peeing. Imagine a litter of pups, uh, like imagine a big litter too, you know, 11, 12, 13 pups. There's litters that go that big, right? And sometimes even bigger. So that's a lot of cleanup. So I'm saying the best age is eight weeks and then you can take your pup home. And and that's my opinion. Of course, uh, there could be just ignorance. That could be the third reason why uh, the breeder wants you to pick up your puppy before eight weeks old. Just ignorance. They, they're not really a skilled, uh, knowledgeable dog breeder. It's just somebody that had a litter and they're kind of winging it. So they don't know. But uh, eight weeks is the best time to pick up your puppy. Um, the heaviest breed of dog, Greg Campagne, our producer. Get a load of this. Get a load of this, Greg. All the right. heavy, heaviest breed of dog is a Mastiff. Oh, yeah. Weighing in at over 200 pounds. Crazy, I, eh? My neighbor has one. And, and I see yeah. him walk him every day, yeah. a few times a day. And he is, he's huge. I know. And, and Greg, so if you were um, stopped to talk to the neighbor and that dog got close to and sat on your feet, because a lot of them, they love to do that. They just plunk on your feet. You would feel that, you know. Yeah, for sure. 200-pound dog sitting on your feet. And uh, something else I wanted to share with the listeners tonight, Chihuahuas. I'm a big fan of Chihuahuas. I happen to own one. Her name is Hannah Banana. She's seven years old. And uh, Hannah... Uh, such a cute, 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 yeah, right. Such a cute girl she is. She's an applehead chihuahua. They got deerhead chihuahuas. They got applehead chihuahuas. She's an applehead chihuahua. Super sweet girl. Chihuahuas are born with a soft spot in their skull. Can you imagine, Greg? Just like uh, human babies? Yes. Well, the, the chihuahua is a breed of dog that has a soft spot in their skull, just like a human baby. Pretty cool, eh? Is that why sometimes they're kept in purses? You know, you gotta <laughs> keep that head safe and cradled. Some people certainly do uh, carry their their toy breeds of dogs in purses and strollers and things like that. Yeah. And did you know that dogs can learn more than one thousand words? I'm telling you, dogs can learn more than one thousand words, but they need somebody to teach them, and you gotta work with them. I mean, I know some people that don't even know a thousand words. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? <laughs> We're out of time. We have too much fun on the Dog Talk Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. And thank you once again to our show sponsors, the Pet Food Outlet in Welland. And also, we would like to thank the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, located in the Garden City of St. Catharines. And we want to thank the Maine West Animal Hospital on Broadway Avenue in Welland. And we also like to thank our sponsor, the Heartland Animal Hospital on McLeod Road in Niagara Falls. Thanks for listening, everyone. And enjoy the rest of your night. Go give your dog a hug. See you later. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center.